0: I'm Paul Summers. And you are listening to your classical coffee break. What? What? Well... That's by many of you will recognize that as the beginning of the fourth movement of Tchaikovsky's Sixth Symphony. Yes, it is. It's so called Pathétique. But guess what? Sometimes, yeah.
1: sometime ago. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I'm a fan of podcasts. Yes, you are. I was listening to a podcast called Hi Fi Nation, and that's P-H-I Nation uh but because it deals with philosophy and Aha. takes ideas from philosophy <clears throat> and i heard this podcast about that very piece about this very phrase very in fact very phrase in fact yeah. and their contention was that somewhere in that music there is a hidden not hidden notes there's almost uh, a hidden message um uh, yeah and the way they phrased it, it's a paradoxical passage that when played, no one will be able to hear. That is because Tchaikovsky scored it to contain a musical illusion. And this podcast set out to uncover that mystery. Well. And just to give them credit, it's uh, Hi-Fi Nation Season 3, Episode 9, came out June 8, uh, 2019. So. I sent this podcast to you, and yep. you said, "Yep, yeah, that's right." Let's talk about it. And so,
0: what I, wanted I to, what I wanted to say was, what we just heard is is there, of course, because it's that's how it is. But it's not, if you were to look at the score and look at it, if you were to have the musicians and talk to them about it when they were playing it. It would not be that. Here is actually what the first violins play. And then... And the second violins play this. And then, so that's what's actually being played. Now, if you actually play those two lines, and by the way, it's all the same kind of thing is happening in in the violas and the cellos, who also mm-hmm. all have all but the I, I'm are... keeping it simple, okay. but they all reverse their notes, so none of them end up playing the tune that we're used to hearing. Hmm. So what this is, it comes out this way. Second violin, first violin, second violin, first violin, second violin, first violin. And then the, and then the harmony part is being covered by the other instrument. So they're switching, each instrument is switching from an alto part to a soprano part and just alternating that way. Mm. So you never actually get the tune of... You don't get that in any of the instruments. At the beginning of the movement,
1: hmm.
0: now, here's why it would really be great on a, on a philosophy podcast. You don't do something like that just whimsically, right. Nor do you do it by accident. Clearly, right. that's As a matter extremely of fact, he, intentional. He
1: argued with a uh, conductor, Nikisch. Is it? Yeah, yeah. About. Uh, this conductor wanted it changed
0: because he was uncomfortable with
1: this Yeah. so I'm sorry, yes he was willing to fight for it yeah,
0: exactly so the question is what would it what might that be well there's, he never really explains it I think his feeling probably was that that the he didn't want to talk about it maybe Hmm. uh and Nikish played it the way
1: Nikish wanted to play it. He didn't he, did he didn't not do, this do
0: what Tchaikovsky wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I And the interesting thing is that you kind of really can't tell Well, that's right. So obviously it's not a musical thing going on. Mm. It's something that's very personal to him. And what my and this is just me absolutely playing playing shrink. I think he is representing to himself that he is not who most people think he is. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to hear the 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 simple tune, and he is saying, I'm a lot more complicated, and there's part of me that's really hidden. And, of course, in that day and age, it was that Mm -hmm. he was gay. Mm. He was homosexual. Mm. And this is the last symphony, the last movement of it. I think it's almost like a a suicide note because Mm. it's pretty certain that he killed himself not by a uh, gone or something like that but by just drinking untreated water in the middle of a cholera epidemic mm.
1: and he died 9 days after he conducted this piece that's right
0: yeah it's almost as if he did, did this piece premiered it popped down the the untreated water the next day mm. or even that night maybe and then was dead within no time and uh there's a lot of s- speculation That he was told, uh, we cannot have somebody who's homosexual Mm. connected with uh, with our. You know, we can't let that out. So you you must kill yourself. That was not unheard of Mm. in that in those days in a in a country which uh, said it had no gays, which it still says, but it does. (laughs) <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> you know, so here was that. Uh, he was uh, very famous, and rightly so. So and yet but- here we have this. Now here's here's at the end, at the end of the movement, when the same material comes back, he writes it the way that um, that it sounds. He doesn't write the convoluted way. Oh, in, in he writes repeat. it at the end of, at the end of the movement. When the same material comes back musically, he writes it the way that we hear it in the beginning mm. He writes it out da 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 like that for, for the violins mm. not da 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 back up and down no mm, interesting he he does it the way that that Nickish wanted wanted it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and maybe that's one reason he felt that it was right to do that. But it's obviously such a personal statement. I mean, to, to have done that, to have buried a meaning on the page that isn't going to come out in the music well, at could, all. Could we hear that again just so
1: we can listen to
0: that? And uh, no, You the, mean the real way the, the or real, me playing on the piano? The real way. just so. The real way,
1: sure. And you can tell us after that what it might have – what are the musicians playing or what are they hearing? Well, what I played is what the musicians and are playing. And so – so why is that one way similar? Why is the difference so small? I guess it's just a minor. You, you,
0: you can't even you can't even hear. Right. Okay. You. I, I mean you you can't tell. I even played it here on a keyboard. Both parts at the same time. You, you'd, you'd have no inkling mm. that I was doing it. You know what I was doing. Here's how it's. Here's how it sounds. That's just that much, hmm. and here's what it is. Here, let me, here, let me see if I can back it up here again, and and uh, try to play it on the keyboard while we're listening. I'll just play what the violin one plays. Okay, okay. Let's see if we can get in here with it. You see this, See, I played what was there. Mm-hmm. You see, mm. you can't hear it. It, it. Those odd notes are actually... Imagine, let's just see if we can picture this. I could show it graphically if we we're on TV, but we're not. There are two lines of music. And they have the same rhythm. But just imagine that if we were to, to write out the tune... Just that. And then we were to write out also... Which is what the second voice would be. Mm. Like, the one is violin one, that's violin two. Right. But as we then went along, because this is a felt board maybe, every other note we would swap.
1: Hmm. Well, why do you think he chose this passage for Do you have a sense? Is it the most lyrical of it? The most well, heartbreaking it's of the of the. That pace?
0: I think. I think he intended it to be an introduction to sadness. It's all down, yeah, right, right. it's sinking. Right. It's it's already it's it's almost dying, as it were. Yeah, right. You see. So he he. he he buries within it it's buried just like his homosexuality is mm. I mean, that that this thing is 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 not that tune that only he knows that that that, that what they're playing is not the tune that's going to emerge right only yeah. he knows when that. you're
1: talking when you played that again that sadness that role of sadness going down I was listening to another podcast about uh, the music with uh, with Psycho, and especially okay. the shower scene, yeah, with oh. the screeching violins, yeah. And then when the you know, Janet Lee falls, it changes to the cellos, which yeah. have that same sound of life draining out, yeah. And so it struck me, but struck me as similar to what you're saying about this going to, going into this. Deep sadness into a darkness in a way. Yeah.
0: Mm. And then he succumbs to he succumbs to it in a sense in the end when he actually allows the line that each of the instruments plays to be the sad line. Mm. The the way when they're alternating. Each line is sort of jumping around, not going down in this sadness. da 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 da. It's going da mm. which doesn't have that same sadness built into it. Yeah. It's only when you combine them. It's buried. It allows this almost jaunty sound, not quite jaunty, but certainly not the same sadness kind of sound that 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 you get when you have. That does not sound as sad. In mm. fact, the end is kind of yes, nice and right, up, right. almost sounds helpful, you see? Right. So to make that be part, when you combine it with something else, it becomes sad, but something else, which is also not particularly overtly sad. Mm. So it's, it's a sort of a funny kind of magic. Mm-hmm. If I put these two non-sad things together, and I know they don't feel sad, Right. I'm actually happy that way he's saying, mm. Mm. but if I put them together then then they end up making me happy. then it shows the sadness that must result mm. it's uh it's that's that's playing shrink with it, but it's a it's a g- glorious piece of music, and when you dear hear do hear the end when it comes back and he actually writes it the yeah. sad way. Yeah. It's it's almost as if he's given in it's
1: so melancholic. It's, yeah and
0: uh, then it's, of course it ends the whole piece ends with no secret about what it's doing. Because the last thing we hear <laughs> this is after that I think. The last thing is the heart is slowing. His breathing is slowing. Oh, it's all in the low strings. See? Da, 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 da that's the same tune. Da dee, da, 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 dee, da 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 But now it's way down da, da. And, and so now, like I said, the peace. People like to debate it. They can debate it all they want. For me, this is a suicide note. Mm. Well, So that's a depressing way to start our... Well... (laughs) But nevertheless, it's a fascinating thing. Well, let's go right into a commercial then. Okay. (laughs) Let's go into a commercial. I think we can do that. Because, of course, we do have one to do, and that's for ENCODA. And uh, ENCODA is... um, the, the, they're the folks uh, who bring you uh, your classical coffee break, and they're an app for musicians that offers a library of digital sheet music on subscription, just like Spotify or Netflix or any other number of uh, of subscription uh, download groups. Users can access their favorite works from the complete sales and hire rental catalogs of almost uh, probably by now over a hundred leading. Music publishers, totaling well over one hundred ten thousand titles, you can curate personal playlists to practice and perform from. You can upload your own scores and share your markings with other users. So you find Encoda—that's N K O D A—on your app store. Find it today. That's N K O D A.
1: Now, this discussion about Tchaikovsky's Sixth Symphony. Got you thinking about music that also that had other
0: or other music that had hidden messages in it too. Well, the thing or, is, yeah, some things that uh, that composers will do that end up being. How should I say? Maybe in some cases, an attentive listener can hear it, but if they're not cued in ahead of time, they probably won't. For instance. Uh, and, and you could go back in the, in the archive of all of our shows and you can find a, a couple on Sibelius and you would hear this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to at least recap a bit of it for people. And, uh, and, and that's, for instance, uh, that he includes his monogram, as it were, mm-hmm. quite often. And that's uh, an S. Now, if we were to listen to an S musically, it might sound like this. Now, think of it being laid out. This is laid out going horizontally from left to right. Mm-hmm. And it would go like, if picture this. It would make... See, so you'd start, and then you'd go down, and it would, it would end up being an, an S lying on its back. But it would be like in the middle, and then... The curved line would come down and then come back and hit the middle and then go to the other side and then come back to the middle and so on. See? Okay. Well, or you can do it the other way around. You can have a a mirror S. Okay? All right. Now, the thing is that Sibelius had a way of introducing that any number of ways— Oh my goodness! He'll go, hmm. or maybe something like that—a nice lyrical tune—and uh, so probably the best known of uh, of his of his lyrical versions of that uh, is "In Finlandia," and and I'm going to play you of. Uh, Probably the best-known part of that, because it's it's the famous sort of hymn tune taken out of Finlandia, and uh, that sounds uh, that has that tune. Now you you'd know this. let well, see. There's an S Mm. Buried in the tune Mm. Well the number of times he does that Is just unbelievable So here's Let's see if I can find that All that little dig dig diggity, diggity leading up was all S's. Mm. But now, listen, here's the tune, see? And here's an S. Right there. Mm. You see? And it's... You don't sit there thinking, oh, he's making an S. But he does it time after time mm. in his
1: music. Sort of a signature of his composition. Yeah!
0: and uh it's it's like he's signing it saying this piece is by me see here's my s it's my it's like it's like having a a, a stamp or you know a, a wax a wax stamp sort of thing like mm-hmm. he, well that's he's sort of doing that in his music that's a pretty famous version that's exceedingly obvious but he does it in some other places too um This is not it, but now, but now. Here he does it part way. What's the piece? This is Sibelius Symphony Number no. 2. Mm-hmm. There, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> this he ends the phrase with an S. He wouldn't have to do that figure. And he can still do a perfectly fine phrase ending there like that. Mm-hmm. But no, he puts in the little D di in it. It's it's his s. Da 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 da. da. It's really it's really neat. Mm. The, the, and and I just picked two very famous pieces. I'm not sure about the, about some of his art songs if he does that too much cuz they're not so well known. But I have just gone just into many of his works and just ended up almost somewhere in there, he's dropping an S in it Hmm. in one way or another. Uh, sometimes it's big sometimes it's just a little a little turn figure or just a f- a little just a little transitional digga 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 digga, going up to something mm-hmm. else but by gosh there's a yes in there he's he could go but he goes, and, and puts the s figure to, to go up a little scale to get from one place to another mm-hmm. it's it's an, it's it's obviously beyond uh coincidence coincidence yeah, all right that's
1: well you have one more t- one more uh, shot at this to convince me that there are s's all over the place
0: oh all well, okay let's see um let me just see what i just i'm just gonna It just went da, da 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 it's
1: harder to hear when the tempo <laughs> yeah. is slower
0: yeah yeah but i mean he, he'll still it's da, 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 da. <laughs> that that's, that's <laughs> s you see it's beautiful it's lyric hmm but it doesn't. It doesn't sound like, like a turn, like the little di kind of thing. No, it's Dee-da-da-da. He just did an s. Hmm. It's
1: well, it's beautiful music. It is. No it's good. Cool. That's, that's that's the very beginning the of his
0: symphony number six.
1: Yes. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Yeah. Summers, for uh, exploring some of the hidden hidden meaning of Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number no. Six and a little bit of uh, investigation on Sibelius.
0: Yeah, of stuff that you that's there, but you never really yeah. notice
1: it. Well, thank you so much. I bet you you might have some more hidden things. for Oh, us next I time.
0: I couldn't ever do this without talking about Bach. Oh well, well that so how true about if that? we talk about Bach? Uh,
1: always up for that.
0: Thank you so much, <laughs> sure. Mr. Summers. I'll
1: see you next time. Sure. Your Classical Coffee Break is brought to you by Morris River Press, award-winning elite publishers of the music of Robert Russell Bennett, Philip Dietrich, and Paul Summers. You can find our catalog at morrisriverpress.com and Theater Presser Company at presser.com. Production for this program is partially sponsored by CAS Music Productions. CASmusic.com. Providing music recording and production around the world. Engineers Chris Cerazzi and Nathan Terry.